I'm excited to plan this with Kristen. I'm excited to like share our life with other people. And that's a feeling I wasn't really expecting. Um, but it's been a really like welcomed one. It's going to be great, man. Yeah. 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 Are you just saying that because you want an invite or? I mean, <laughs> duh. <laughs> We are now recording. Don't do the same. They're back. Victor's uh, back. Again. <laughs> Why do you always do this? What did I do? You always make the same intro. Did I say, hey, we're back? Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Last. Do you not listen to our, our episodes? We have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, where did this mic come from? <laughs> um, yeah, we are finally back. It has been a while, actually. Has it? Yeah. Wow. I didn't make the announcement on our Twitter, on the Twitter account that like we were taking a break of sorts. Just because... one follower is still with us. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. Basically what happened was, um, actually, Victor, do you want to explain it? Sure. I, I didn't realize we were actually gone for that long in terms of our schedule. Podcast kind of. Schedule. I, I, well, maybe like a week behind, I okay. guess, just based off of like how we've been releasing episodes, but you cool. took like 90% of August off basically. <laughs> yeah. Somehow I was gone for most of August, just traveling, which was ridiculous, but a lot of fun, uh, being gone for the first time, uh, just away from work. So I think we talked about it the last episode that was going to take some time off and now I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> it, it feels really weird. Yeah. So I was, uh, how's transitioning back into work in that sense i know i kind of asked you this earlier but you know for the sake of our one listener we have to <laughs> yeah rehash i was gone for like three days and i felt overwhelmed yeah how does it feel <laughs> being gone for a month so for a month <laughs> so i was actually gone for work for one week of it so that was i guess not putting me as far behind as i thought i would be and then this past week that I had been gone on a trip abroad that actually I don't feel too overwhelmed coming in because everyone else I work with is also on vacation. So it's like this weird uh, this weird phase right now yeah. in, in this month. Honestly, I feel like he really did plan this. He planned to come back <laughs> as soon as everyone was gone. Well done. Yeah. That's awesome though. Yeah, yeah. Are you planning to travel abroad anytime soon, Joey? Uh, I definitely should. I've never been out of the country. Um, honestly, I think my fear of like flying for 12 to 15 hours is really like holding me back here. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Six foot four and a half or so. <laughs> and I just like uh, haven't, yeah, haven't found an opportunity that uh, makes me not despise flying as much, I guess. Like I, I was, I went to Denver last week, and like that two hours was enough. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's awesome. No, I, I, I would really love to. Um, yeah, it's cool to hear that you had a really good experience, and like I think what you said about being humbled by the ability to go is is uh, really awesome, and I'm I'm happy that you were able to do that. Thank you. Yeah, it, I do want to like talk about to the challenges that we had over there, yeah, technology yeah, yeah. wise. It was very hard to operate as like a person who's used to all these things that we have in our lives that again is like we have the the privilege of having like very affordable 
ride sharing services like Lyft and Uber and whichever other ones that exist. And that's like not a thing over there. And so getting around was much more difficult and you had to take trains and, uh, Bus, buses and what was the transit like was it um like pretty available or transit was pretty good i would say that traveling to the different cities was pretty easy you just had to know the names of your train stops and then you would basically go to like a self-serve kiosk and buy your ticket to the next destination and then you would hop on. The trains were very fast, which I was surprised with. Mm-hmm. And they had air conditioning and it was pretty hot over there in the 90s each day. And so that was helpful. Sounds exactly like BART. Fast yeah. and air conditioning. <laughs> fast, air conditioning, everything you want. <laughs> and I guess that part made it easy. But in order to like get to other places within each city, uh, again, there wasn't any like services like Lyft. And then if there was Uber available in Rome, that was the only one I think where it was. It was very expensive because there's basically no competition. I yeah. Believe. And that was really odd. And so like those are like two major companies that you first come to mind when you think of like the taxi of our generation. Right. But yet to not exist abroad is very strange. And there were a couple other situations where we wanted to pay for certain things, but almost every single restaurant, coffee shop, boutique, whatever it was, they all did not have like a POS system, like similar to Square or something comparable to it. And that was really odd because we're just so used to using our debit card or even Apple Pay, whatever so frequently and to not have that it was just like shocking like what yeah and most people had a they they had this like little credit card reader that would print out a receipt and you'd have to sign it each time and the minimum you would spend is 10 10 euros in order to use your card for that but majority of the places you would go to like a coffee shop or wherever a souvenir store and everything's very affordable it's like one euro two euros which is basically like one dollar two dollars and so you didn't even get up to half of the amount to spend to use your debit card so it's it was just very very strange and kind of hard to get around and it was just a really really interesting experience just to like not have technology be such a focus in in that culture and in way of life it's just more of like, I guess, old timey, if you'd say it. And yeah, it was just, just really interesting. And also, this was our first time using Airbnb and it was abroad. And so, yeah, how was that experience? It, it was interesting that the language barrier was something that we were really afraid of. A lot of Italians do speak English, but not efficiently or, or very fluently. And so, I was really nervous just kind of chatting with the hosts like through through Debony whose like internet service wasn't working at all throughout the whole trip oh, so she man. had a like hotspot on a mine in order to use it to respond back to these people in the Airbnb app so it was very very like crazy crazy situation you know um, but overall we were able to get to the place fine we were able to meet up with the host just fine and kind of um, stay in the in the place pretty pretty easily so nice 
It's good to hear, man. How how did you feel in terms of like not having those affordances? Like how was the experience with things that like just like whether or not it was like finding your way or just like um the general experience in that regard? Yeah, so we used Google Maps for everything and we walked everywhere and like we we hardly rode the bus. We mainly rode the train when we wanted to get from city to city. But other than that, we were just walking. And Google Maps, I think, has a reputation of being really, really good. And <laughs> abroad, it it's good. It's not really, really good. I, right. I found myself going the wrong direction a lot of times, uh, like just kind of basing it off how I use it here. I, I don't necessarily do every single turn. I kind of look ahead like, okay, I can see on the map, you can turn down this alley and go that way. And that wasn't the case with Google Maps, in, at least in those cities. And I don't know why. It, it was just kind of an interesting use case, I guess, in, in using Google Maps in, in abroad. Yeah. I'm glad you had fun, though, overall. Yeah. Do you have your eyes set on somewhere else after? Probably like somewhere next. back in Europe. Like, I loved the, the way of life yeah. over there. It was so crazy. I already told you both. It's just like <laughs> being able to sleep for 12 to 14 hours a day was Must like amazing nice. and, and, and funky because like in doing so, we only ate like one meal a day. <laughs> so what what was like, what was the reason behind that or why were you able to sleep 12 to 14 hours? Was it just like the, the idea of vacation or was it like your schedule over there that was allowing it? Yeah, it was mainly the schedule. So we would get like eight to nine hours of sleep in the nighttime and then we would wake up probably around nine or ten each day grab a coffee while alex and i were working yep. yeah go ahead <laughs> uh, while so while, while while we got up to get coffee we'd maybe grab a, a pastry as well and then we wouldn't eat throughout the rest of the day pretty much because we'd be walking and sightseeing and so around three maybe four o'clock they have like the siesta where everything right, closes right. down so you can't even go to buy lunch anywhere and then they reopen for dinner around 7 30 or 8 o'clock so during those time intervals it was super hot we would walk around check out everything go back home during the siesta time sleep for four hours and then we'd wake back up and stay out till like 12 or 1 in the morning that's a really cool concept yeah, yeah. let's just do that just do that in our daily yeah, lives right yeah, now. Absolutely. <laughs> I would be in the office late. Eh, yeah. Awesome, yeah. man. I'm glad you had a good trip. Yeah. I know yeah, it's ridiculous, but it's like those small hiccups that you experience that prevent me or scare me from like doing something like that. But obviously you had a really good time and yeah. you would go back and like it wasn't enough to stop you. So yeah, just got to overcome that fear along yeah. with flying. Yeah. yeah. We're waiting on you. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Going to start off with yeah. Hawaii sometime and then move nice. on. Nice. Awesome, man. Well, it's yeah. good to have you back. Thanks. Now we can actually start doing things again. (laughs) Everything just I've just been preoccupying myself making Slack emojis. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Any cool uh, like design artifacts over there that you saw or like ways of existing with the world that were different from here? I can't really say. Again, it felt like really old school, like not having technology as a focus of life is just very, very different. Are there like are there lots of Wi-Fi hotspots there, or is it not as like encouraged in shops and cafes? 
I only saw a few, mostly at the train stations. I, I didn't really see it advertised as like a feature for each of the locations. I think the biggest one was air conditioning. <laughs> like that was the main thing everyone was pushing and not really free Wi-Fi, which is also different, you know. But like, again, people weren't really on their phones as much unless they were taking pictures and, and they were tourists. But the more local people, they were just like enjoying life and like talking to each other. Sounds and, really scary. <laughs> <laughs> I can't check my phone. What That's is cool. We, well, we, so we were in Tahoe this weekend and we, uh, it was, it was very small, but we were in this little like breakfast, uh, um, shop cafe place. And they had this sign that just got me thinking a lot. And it was like, you know, we don't offer free Wi-Fi. like pretend and, and talk to each other. Like it's 1995. And like, it was like a funny sign, but I actually feel like it had an effect on a lot of people there. Like I didn't see any phones out and there were probably 80 to hundred people in this cafe. It was pretty large and, um, like wrong with these people. uh, Yeah. Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, I actually felt kind of self-conscious to like pull my phone out as well. You know, it's kind of like when you're at a concert and like who, whomever's like singing is like, Hey, everyone put your phones down. And if you're really compelled to like not use your phone. Right. Uh, it was kind of had that same effect. Um, uh, yeah, it was just interesting. It was like, wow, like what if we all actually didn't use our phones and just sat there and ate and enjoyed breakfast yeah. and talked to each other. That's exactly what I experienced. And I'm glad you did too. Yeah. I think it's like really important. And yeah, I would love to see a statistic of how much screen time each country spends compared to each other. We then- probably blow everyone out of the water. <laughs> like <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. I also love, sorry, last last tidbit about No, it's Italy. fine. This is your podcast. Yeah, yeah, this is your episode right now. <laughs> yeah. Everyone gets an episode. This is yours. <laughs> episode title, Victor's Return. <laughs> it's good to have you back, so please don't, yeah, yeah feel free. Okay. Yeah, so I guess the, the last thing was that I love how much people enjoyed each other and the focus, at, at least in the nighttime life, wasn't focused on drinking it was just focused on being with each other and like talking and singing and laughing and there was multiple people playing live music and everyone surrounding was either singing or dancing and it was just so cool to like see and to be able to stay out that late and my my wife and I are not nightlife people like we don't go out and and I guess when you think nightlife in America I think clubbing and drinking and drugs and stuff like that and whereas over there it was just like no it's just the same thing as daytime it's just later in the day you're just hanging out and that i love that like that is something i have kind of been yearning for i guess sounds really nice yeah yeah i mean specifically to like the drugs alcohol and drinking i guess like taken this i've tried to take this whole year off of like no alcohol and my like nights do feel really limited like it doesn't feel like yeah nice yeah gotta go till uh january 1st um (laughs) it's been great like i i think it'll actually be like hard to go back to to drinking alcohol yeah Uh, after a while it does just feel like poison to your body and you're like wow why would i why would i like drink why would i want to do that not that drinking is like you know everything in moderation but it's been good it's been a really good experiment um but yeah, it has like limited like nightlife and like things you can do and like the social scene and you have to constantly explain to people like why you're not drinking or, you know, and mm-hmm. like I can't imagine for people who like actively choose not to drink because of like personal reasons or, or whatever, like the amount of explanation that they must have to like endure. 
just here in America on a, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Crazy. So speaking of drinking, like, yeah, not, or not alcohol per se, but you mentioned it as like putting something inside your body. So I talked to you both about coffee. Yeah. How's your coffee intake these days? Um, mine is, I think it's the same, if not less than it usually has been. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't really noticed, I guess, like, or like been observant to how much coffee I'm drinking. I mean, it's also we work coffee, which is like the conversion rate is like eight cups to one actual cup of coffee. <laughs> so we'll see about that. But I actually, actually recently got a Nespresso for my nice, apartment. Nice. Makes coffee so well. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like in the mornings, especially too, like I don't drink coffee as much anymore just because I will take like pre-workout for the gym. But other than that, like I don't, I know you were talking about though, like you, your tolerance is kind of, or not, it's not tolerance, but your need for coffee has decreased, especially since coming back from Italy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. I don't know if it was a combination of catching up on sleep and also not drinking as much coffee because the portion size over there is much smaller and they use espresso. And, it's a t- tablespoon. Of yeah, it's, it's so tiny. And so I don't know if that whole week of doing that just like weaned me off caffeine, like accidentally. It's just really weird. Like I haven't drank a cup of coffee today at like this much, which is probably a few ounces. And you're still yeah, sitting I, here talking, functioning. I, I feel great. Yeah. Wow. You're not dead yet. Huh. All right. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, know well, if you, could you do that, Joey? I don't so know. So I, I went to Denver last week, as I mentioned, and like I didn't have any coffee or caffeine for four days. What? Yeah. Pretty wild. What I was I was taking a lot of Advil because like I I, I knew that I wasn't going to have like a coffee source or like a way to get caffeine for a couple of days, and I didn't want to get really massive headaches. But Wait, what was the reason for that? Uh, I was staying with a roommate and I, I just, he doesn't drink coffee and I didn't want to bother everyone that like, okay, Joey needs to go to Starbucks now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, Joey I needs to get his coffee milkshake. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't want to feel like an addict in front of everyone. Um, and I, it was also like, again, another like experiment of like, can I go a couple days without coffee? Yeah. And, uh, I felt fine. I was getting not a lot of sleep. Um, but it wasn't as bad as I expected. I was getting a few headaches, but like coming back, I, I've certainly not gotten back to the level of where I was before Denver. Um, yeah, I've cut out like venti sized from Starbucks. Oh, That's no longer you, wow. a thing. Yeah, Starbucks uh, just lost their best cut, their most yeah. loyal customer. <laughs> well, I'm getting <laughs> instead of one venti, I'm getting two grandes. So oh, okay. I mean, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I'm really trying to cut down. I That's feel like cool. like. Uh, there was a day where I hit 900 milligrams of caffeine and I, that was, that was kind of a wake up call. No pun intended, but God <laughs> it, damn it. it was, yeah, that was a lot of caffeine and I didn't, didn't feel very good. So it's okay. awesome to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really trying to actually cut down. Like there's no need for that much caffeine. And if there is like something seriously wrong with your life, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, my life. <laughs> Hot uh, take. Yeah. 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 So I think I'm going to hop it's off. It's really good. Good, like, yeah, for good. At least I thought you were talking about the podcast for a second. I was like, "Wait, what's <laughs> happening?" <laughs> All right, well, Victor's off the show, and yeah, it's Alex going and back I. on vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. I'm glad here. It was overall like a really positive experience for you. Yeah, I wish both of you luck. Yeah, I'll I'll be your cheerleader. Thanks. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, and I know that we've been talking kind of like non-design related stuff, but I feel like for the last 10 minutes, we should definitely dive into some design-ish stuff for the sake of our one listener. Um, so some of the things that I'm sure we can kind of just like talk about really quickly is um, Framer X, potentially, Figma Prototype Week, and um, Twitter. And Twitter, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Twitter. Yeah. Let's start there. Yeah, so tell last us, week, tell us on your mind. What's on your mind? Last week, the folks at Tweetbot and Twitterific had to release an update to their apps that would cause them to break and not work as they had previously, and that really, really bummed me out. What do you mean? What What was the update, or what was the so correction? Twitter? Twitter, actual Twitter, they updated their API to remove certain features to third-party applications where they wouldn't work as usual, like sending you push notifications for a like or a comment or direct message. And there, there was just all these things that are going to start deprecating from their old API. And now the folks at Tweetbot and Twitterific are going to have to figure out a way to get around that because the new API that Twitter offers is ridiculously priced to the point where they wouldn't be able to afford paying Twitter in order to provide the same type of service to their paying customers. So Thanks, Jack. <laughs> so there was this big campaign that was supposedly going to try to fix this for, it was like a trending hashtag called not my Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And... I think it was called like apps of a feather or something like that, that there was a website where you can go and sign up and like talk about it and try to send a petition to make Twitter change back. But it doesn't look like they're going to do it. And I mm-hmm. feel really bad. And it's caused some people to hop off Twitter like indefinitely and move on to a different service. Uh, Rafa and Kevin talked a lot about Mastodon recently, yeah, which is like another social type service it's almost identical to twitter in okay. terms of the look and the functionality and so i'm really sad about that you know i want i wanted tweetbot to continue on and so is tweetbot is it is it uh it's still functional right it's just not as functional as it once was is that correct right? okay. like you can't it doesn't refresh automatically you have to pull to refresh you don't get any more push notifications and that it's like really yeah really messed up uh, actually, I think you get delayed push notifications for certain things, but others you just don't anymore. That's really bad. I wonder Rafa never responded to me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to I no. that out. No, I remember. No, <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, that's a bummer. I mean, as someone who doesn't use the, the third party apps, like it doesn't, I guess, affect me in a way, but I can see why that's definitely frustrating. Were you on Twitter a lot while you were abroad? No. How did that feel? Was it nice, refreshing? I felt focused on Debony and the trip itself. So it felt a little weird. I was actually more so on Slack than I was on Twitter. I was just like checking things to make sure. Everyone is still working hard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just to make sure like no one needed me, which actually some people did. I was surprised um, while I was out. There were some issues that people ran into and they reached out to me. 
and uh, I had a lot of free time, obviously, with all yeah. my sleeping. <laughs> so I, I was able to help them out. And uh, yeah, I, I guess I didn't really stay current. The only way I did was listening to all the podcasts that I had <laughs> backlogged. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of what kept me up to date in terms of people talking about what was going on. What so, uh, Any favorites that you listened to or episodes that stood out? The, the latest layout episode was really good. That's where they talked about Mastodon and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the Hodinkee podcast, which is a, a watch company, like a journal journalism company that talks all about luxury, vintage, and new uh, watches. Like brands like Rolex, Tudor, Omega, Pat- Patek Philippe. Uh, just amazing quality watches in that that was like really cool to hear so i i've never seen you wear a watch but you're really interested in them right yes so yeah what's what's the deal there so i I always had this this goal for myself a personal goal to never wear a watch unless it's the one i actually like want and like my dream watch i guess so it's it's kind of weird. But Victor just started never, wearing pants last never week. Se- <laughs> <laughs> never settle. Victor's never settling. Yeah, I, I hate settling. Yeah. And so I, I I'm I'm like to the point to where I won't buy anything that I know is not exactly what I want, or else I'm going to end up getting rid of it or throwing it away or selling it back on eBay. I think that's, that's smart. So yeah, I just I don't I don't purchase things. Um, so how do you evaluate if it's the one you want though? I mean, I, I've purchased dozens of things that I thought like, yeah, that's that's the exact item or that's something that's going to be with me forever. Yeah. Only, you know, four or five months later, it's like, I, I'm not sure if I want to wear this or own this or use this anymore, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's very hard. I guess most things that I have purchased in the past few years, I've actually waited a few years in order to get them and have the means to get them too. So now that I've been able to like buy things, uh, I keep them for ever. And I guess one of the things that I analyze is if I'm going to spend $250 on a pair of jeans, I have to at least wear them 250 times before anything, before I get rid of them or before I sell them, just because I want to make sure I get the full value out of them. And normally I do. And uh, I went through a few years of wearing the same thing for a few years and like, it's noticeable if you look back on like old Instagram pictures or whatever, I'm wearing like the same thing all throughout. And yeah, I have the same philosophy just for like all you can eat places. Like usually it's like, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to mute your mic. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try. Anyway. So I think that's, I think that's really cool. The idea of like, I mean, I, the biggest frustration I have with like purchasing things obviously is like when you, when you buy it and you, you don't love it or you love it and then all of a sudden you stop wearing it or using it for whatever reason, it's, it's frustrating because it's like, that's your money you spent. You don't want it to be wasteful. Um, the like stress of like, well, now I need to replace this for something that works perfectly fine, but just doesn't suit my taste or like myself anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I, I like that. One, one thing I've done, not as dramatic as waiting a couple of years, but like, um, I made like a, a 30 day buy list and if there's like something I want, I'll put it on the list and I'll at least wait 30 days to purchase that item. Um, you know, it could be like a new pair of shoes or, uh, a bag or just like a more everyday, more everyday, like less expensive items, but it's really been helpful. That's cool. Do you yeah. put food on that list? Yes. I, <laughs> that's why I did not have lunch all last week. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. 
Yeah, uh, I know. Cool. I know we got off track a little, Alex. I'm sorry. Uh, this is unforgivable. I mean, <laughs> this is the last episode at yeah. this point. Yep. Yeah, it's been great. No, uh, no, no. It's good. I feel like, I feel like personally, for and like this would probably be a good like wrap up. Is that I don't. I know initially I felt pressured to feel like every episode needs to be in some way, shape, or form about design, um, or just like about topics, like design topics that are geared towards like younger designers. Sorry, newer designers. Um, but I don't know. It it doesn't. It it both sets in a way like a high expectation as well as just like constant pressure to feel like every conversation needs to revolve around that. Um, but sometimes it's nice to just have a nice like recap or just a way for us to kind of just chat more freely, given the fact that like we do spend uh, a lot of time like together in like the workspace, but at the same time we don't have like a lot of interactions and it's good to kind of spend our monday monday uh, afternoons yeah. doing that so yeah, i feel like this was like a catch-up episode yeah yeah <laughs> because i've been gone i'm so telling long. you the title of this oh. episode is going to be like victor's episode <laughs> victor's return or I mean, it's kind of like a catch-up with us three yeah <laughs> there just happen to be microphones in front of us so it's good to have yeah. you back yeah thanks yeah happy to be back with you guys yeah, exciting things we're back on our regular schedule yeah i was just weekly. about to say that why are you stealing this, my lines <laughs> alex is no longer the host of the show yeah. do, do we still have time just to keep going uh, yeah, like you, I just feel like there's just so much more to keep talking yeah, about. Yeah, like maybe maybe we just cut stuff. I should hop off in like five or so. Oh, okay, uh, you're gonna take off. Um, yeah, yeah, catch the catch the old Bart. Okay, the old Barty. Then quick uh, and air conditioned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's call cool it. Do you want to anything else? You're burning topics. Or? We're keeping all this in, by the way. Just, yeah, it's fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> I guess like the topic of friendship has come up in my mind a lot, and like during these three weeks i've been gone i have thought about you guys a lot because i i do consider you guys friends you don't and see like, this now but joey and i are both crying yeah <laughs> just tears <laughs> and, and like that that was something i guess kind of newer to me because we, we i don't know if we have talked about friendship maybe we have like out, outside of the podcast but just like thinking about the relationships in your life and actually you know we did talk about this on the podcast yeah and just like did we? how yeah i don't like how this, this relates to um well, maybe we didn't talk about it. <laughs> i i don't know if we didn't okay maybe maybe i think it's i think it's probably worth repeating i don't even, even we remember what we talked about in the last episode so. <laughs> it's been so long no go ahead yeah. what, what are your yeah, thoughts just like how i i, I want to hear more about how alex and i are actually friends <laughs> okay a workplace acquaintances <laughs> well i mean I, I mean just like simple as like joey texting me yesterday like hey like i, I don't know if you, you're on twitter or slack but like like I got engaged and I was like so stoked that he, t- he told me that and like just like little things like that um sorry I didn't tell you Alex yeah I mean <laughs> I guess you snapchatted it to me but <laughs> just kidding everyone knew, everyone knew. And, and like yeah just like thinking about that and about just relationships in general like I had went to a wedding a few months ago now and I just really thought and almost second guessed all my relationships I had in my life and people who I considered friends back 10 years ago were at that wedding and I haven't and never, never even made the effort to stay in touch with them and neither did they. And that really made me question like, okay, who are my actual friends in life? And like, who actually cares about me? Who do I care about? And that topic kind of came back up this past week as I was gone. It was just like thinking about you guys as like being my friends and, uh, and yeah, and just, made me happy because i was like in a sad state 
when I had went to that wedding and came back and it was just like really questioning everything. Um, and then like someone even passed away a week after that wedding that was there and I played basketball with him and that was like, it was just really weird. It's like, Oh my gosh, like all the stuff happening. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. But again, it's like, I I only knew him in the context of playing a few games of basketball with him and not really much else. And so it really kind of made me yeah think about that. Yeah. Yeah. We need to spend more time outside of work. Yeah. With microphones in front of us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that's really cool. Um, I talk a lot. I talk about this a lot with with friends. Um, it's the idea of like, well, you have friends that aren't us. I, Kristen. Oh, okay. My fiance. <laughs> my fiance now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, but like Clients. you know, we we talk a lot about like one of the hardest things about being an adult is like making and keeping friends and like not having. You know, it feels like as you get older, you have to like schedule like phone calls and like catch ups and coffee and like you have to like put that on their calendar. And it's like, it's really weird. It's really like formal. Um, and it feels like the older you get, like the more, well, I feel like the less uh, real relationships you can have, just given like time constraints and like how many more people are in your life compared to, you know, years ago. Um, it really does make you like, you have to kind of pick and choose and you have to like invest all you can in the people that you do care about and like evaluating who is important enough to like receive that attention is so hard because like, I mean, all of us, I feel like we want to give our attention and like dedication, like friendship to like anyone we can. Right. And it's really hard to like, have to like reasonably cut people out who you don't talk with that often, or you're not that close with anymore. And it's, it's just, it's a really hard part of life. I've been struggling with that a lot. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like the biggest thing for me is feeling guilty that the people that I have reached out to recently being like probably like the past year, um, feeling guilty when we've gotten coffee or something and or we've had some sort of conversation, it kind of just dies out and feeling like, well, I'm I'm kind of shitty in that way for like not taking the initiative to like re-spark that conversation or something or leaving someone hanging um, not because I intend to, but mostly because like I get caught up in like my own work or just forget about it. Um, like that eats at me a lot of the time. Um, it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's a really, yeah. I, I, it's just like another reason why I like you is because you think of those things and, um, I'm, I'm really glad that you felt comfortable to share that. It's cool. Thanks guys. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe maybe just because I'm so excited about it right now, I'll talk a little bit about yeah. engagement. I guess. Yes. So that's okay. Yes. Take the floor. Seriously. Yeah. Well. Wow. Uh, <laughs> didn't expect this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is going to be immortalized a on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was awesome. Um, so uh, my my fiance and yeah. I went to Ooh. Tahoe uh, over the weekend for a five year anniversary. And what was so exciting is she was so not expecting to be engaged. Uh, after the weekend, um, I had been planning this for, it seems like months, almost, I don't know, eight months now. Um, I knew I wanted to be engaged, uh, likely on this trip or around this trip. Um, yeah, it was wonderful. It was like one of those days where like literally everything went right. Like the weather was great. Tahoe was great. Like the hike was perfect. Uh, she picked the hike, which was really, really cool. Um, and just like not a single bad thing happened on saturday which was awesome like no one like cut us off when we were driving like the airbnb that we stayed at was wonderful and like everything was just awesome um anyways it feels it feels really great like everything you know two days later now 
um, again, we've been together for five years, but it's just like everything's like a little bit brighter and everything's a little bit more like exciting and everything feels the same, but like completely different. And that's awesome. Um, just like the relationship feels like closer and yeah, I mean, there's just like, there's no doubt in my mind that like that was the right decision and like I'm spending, you know, the idea to like plan to spend the rest of my life with this person like feels so right. And like, I feel very confident that it's like not just the hype of the engagement, but it's like the hype of like our relationship. And that's, that's been awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, I was, I, you know, Alex knows all about this, but I was like, you don't Victor. Cause you were traveling, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was so nervous leading up to this weekend. Like I, I didn't eat lunch for five days. Just, yeah. Actually, was like, it was okay, no, like, he literally like would, come up to me as I'm working at like 4 p.m. He's like, oh, well, I haven't eaten yet. And I'm like, dude, it's 4 p.m. Have you not eaten lunch? This is like the fourth day. Yeah, I, I just like, I couldn't eat. I was super nervous. Um, thankfully, like Kristen didn't pick up on any of that, which is, <laughs> I don't know, kind of alarming actually. <laughs> uh, no, anyways, like I was trying really hard to hide it because I wanted it to be a surprise and I wanted, uh, yeah, I just didn't want to focus on that with her. Um but again, like everything went so great and uh, I'm back to eating lunch now, which feels awesome. Um, but it's cool. It just, I don't know. It feels like this new like door of life has opened and like entering like a new phase that's always been there, but is now like available. Um, yeah. I feel like the luckiest guy in the world today. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. And it's been awesome coming back to the office and like, you know, people saying like congratulations and it's just like, it's really like, it's kind of unbelievable, but it's also like, I was, you know, in full control of that situation but at the same time it's like it's awesome to have another human who said yes to marrying me yeah uh, so i don't know i know i'm sorry i'm sorry ellie said no yeah yeah yes, Your dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so anyways i'm feeling yeah feeling congratulations really yeah. thanks so yeah yeah it's yeah. crazy um she's that wonderful the best part planning the wedding yeah so i mean it'll probably be we really need to save some money um Cause you know what they say, three years salary for a ring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyways, no, just kidding. Um, so we need to save some money for a wedding, but like, it is funny how like after an engagement happens, like your mind does naturally start going to like, um, oh, the wedding, like, let's start thinking about this and like, who do we want to invite? And like, what kind of things do we want to have happen? Not like a, not like an artificial way of thinking, but more of like, like, wow, I really want to share this moment with a lot of people who are close to me. Yeah. Um, that's been really exciting and like I never think about weddings right like it's it's I don't know it's always been in the back of my mind but now it's like I'm excited to plan this with Kristen nice. I'm excited to like share our life with other people and that's a feeling I wasn't really expecting um but it's been a really like welcomed one it's gonna be great man yeah 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 are you just saying that because you want an invite or <laughs> I mean <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Are we going to have like a live, live episode? Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> Just set it up. This is going to be a yeah. toast to you. Yeah. This is my one request. <laughs> yeah. um, anyways. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for all the congratulations and yeah. happiness. It's been really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so nerve wracking on like the proposal part of this. We were on a hike, as I mentioned, and like, wanted to do it when there wasn't a lot of people around just so it could be our thing um and i kept like looking behind me seeing like where the people behind us were and like if i had enough time to do it and uh they were like just constantly right there and they were like really loud and kind of annoying uh and like we finally got to this break in the path that was like coincidentally the top of the hill that we were climbing um which is like perfect spot and 
yeah, it, again, like everything went way smoother than I expected. Uh, so anyways, feeling pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, wrapping up the yeah, episode. See you next week. Yeah. See you next week. And we're back. <laughs> oh God. <laughs>